Greetings and salutations, homies. Welcome to Talking Points with yours truly. Episode number 42. It's Thursday, and it's also National Alejandro Day, National Grace Day, and National Hunter Day. So, if you go by one of those names, this is your day. It's also Geriatric Tooth Fairy Day. The purpose of this day is to bring awareness to the importance of oral health for elders living in long-term care and seeks to draw attention to how poor dental hygiene affects uh, senior citizens' quality of life, especially when they find themselves in nursing homes. I think we all had, or maybe you still have, grandparents or uncles who would take their dentures out and put them in a glass to soak or just take them out to make you laugh. When I was a kid, I just thought that's what happens when you get old. But many sicknesses and systemic diseases are linked to poor dental care. So today I want to talk about a couple things. Uh, one is the dream I had the night before last, and another is just off-the-wall news. So first, uh, I want to talk about the dream I had. I was across the street from a baseball game. Now, it wasn't a big stadium. It was more like a high school field. But me and two other people were hanging out at like an outdoor patio where we could sort of see the game going on uh, through the chain, chain link fence. One of the people with me was a female, and though it wasn't a face I recognized, I could tell it was someone I held deep affection for. Like, it could have been my wife, but uh, it was someone I loved. And there was a man with us, and, and though he vaguely resembled someone I used to work with on occasion that I never really hung out with, I mean, sometimes we'd be at the same social gathering, but rarely. So I have no idea why he was in my dream at all. Um, but anyway, so we're hanging out. They bought tickets to the game, so they were able to go in and out freely. But I didn't have a ticket, so I had to stay across the street. Now, he mostly stayed with me, but I guess they had really good gourmet coffee there at the game. And I could see a long line for it. Now, I, I get distracted, and when I look up... Someone has parked their truck in front of the patio where we're sitting, blocking my line of sight to the field. Now, I found this really inconsiderate, and it irritated me. It was an old, beat-up, 70s pickup truck, and I wanted to climb into the tailgate to get a view of the game, but also as an FU to the owner of the truck. But for some reason, I couldn't get my footing, and I wasn't able to get back there. So... I'm going to give my acquaintances names for the purposes of this uh, story. The woman I'll call uh, Shelly, and the man I'll call John. So Shelly and John try to push the truck out of the way. Then eventually each one grabs an end and physically picks the truck up and moves it out of the way. Now they come back and they sit with me, and there's something wrong with Shelly, but I, I, I just can't put my finger on it. Then, I don't know why, but I determine that Shelly may be possessed by some kind of spirit. Now, she goes across the street, so me and John follow her across the street, and when we get there, there's a, a swimming pool, I, I guess, behind the field. Shelly's on the other side of the pool, and John is sitting in another area, and I can tell something is wrong with Shelly. Now, I end up talking to this entity. 
Now I say entity because it's a box, a, a little plastic box that resembles one of those old slide projectors from, from the old days. Now there's a little rectangle that lights up when I talk to it. I tell this box to leave Shelly alone, to release her that you can't have her, but I feel like it wants me. Now this box then <laughs> turns into a cat, the cutest little cat that you can imagine. Now, if you know me, I'm a cat guy. And and this cat has such an innocent meow. I feel like I want to stroke its fur and then its eyes light up, light a bright yellow. And I feel it's evil. I jump in the pool and swim across to where John is. Now, I, I need his help, but when I get there, his eyes have, have rolled back in his head and he's in some kind of trance. I think... This cat senses my vulnerability and it starts coming closer to me. I slide my arm inside this plastic tube-like thing and I start to fight this cat. And it's swatting at the tube, you know, like cats do when they feel threatened, like they swat at it with their, with their claws out. And its eyes are all shining bright. And I woke up. Now, I don't know if I was able to save Shelly or what happened to John. I just know I was fighting this evil devil cat. So tell me in the comments what you think this dream meant because I don't know. Topic number two, off the wall news. Let's talk about No Nut November. We've all heard of No Shave November, but apparently there is something called No Nut November. And it's just what you would imagine. You go through the whole month of November without ejaculating. No Nut November, or NNN as I'll refer to it the rest of the episode, originated in 2011, but really took off in 2017. It started as kind of a joke, but people started to tweet about powers they gained after abstaining for a month. One man even said... He became almost fluent in Spanish. Now, there's a strand dedicated to it on Reddit, and the number of subscribers has steadily increased from 16,500 in 2018 to 333,000 in September of 22. I don't know what it is now. So if you did abstain voluntarily, would it have a negative effect on you? Probably not. Uh, but sex experts are skeptical about the benefits and say an orgasm can have many positive benefits such as improving pelvic floor muscles, heart health, and even reducing stress levels. So what are the NNN rules? One, no ejaculation is allowed by any means. Two, pornography is allowed. Look, I didn't make the rules. I'm just uh, passing the rules along. Whatever floats your boat. Three, you must complete the full month of November. Four, you can be given a no-nut pass only one time throughout the month. Now, according to an article in the U.S. Sun, some of the benefits are that it increases energy levels, improves self-confidence, boosts mental clarity, Increased testosterone and increases physical output in the gym. I know it's kind of late in the month to tell you about it now, 
you may have already broken it. But if you haven't um, partaken so far, maybe just write out the next three weeks and see what happens. I've said it before. I do the research so you don't have to. Story number two. The world's oldest dog died. A dog in Portugal ranked as the oldest dog ever died at the age of 31. The canine named Bobby was born on May 11, 1992. And his owner was just eight years old when he was born. Now, the, the Guinness World Record was previously owned by Bluey, an Australian cattle dog who died in 1939 at age 29. Bobby was a purebred Rafiero de Alentejo, a breed of Portuguese dog that has an average life expectancy of around like 10 to 14 years. Now, according to the American Kennel Club conversion chart, that translates to around 170 in human years. And story number three, an Iowa woman wanted to craft jewelry from giraffe feces she picked up on a trip to Kenya, but federal customs agents shot on those plans. <laughs> the woman tried to bring the poop back to the U.S. in her luggage, declaring the small box of dung when she was selected to have her belongings inspected when she arrived at Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport on September 29th. This according to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. The woman told officials she planned to use the fecal matter to make a necklace, as she had done in the past with moose crap. According to Minnesota Public Radio, giraffe poop can be brought to the U.S. with the proper permits and inspections. The station reported that the woman won't face sanctions because she declared the feces and gave it to customs. The agency's agriculture specialists destroyed the giraffe poop. Now, they didn't say how, but I suppose they flushed it down the toilet. I have a quote from the Custom and Border Protection's Chicago field director. There is a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the U.S., according to LaFonda D. Sutton Burke. <laughs> yeah, that's right. LaFonda, as in Kip's girlfriend, and Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, actually, they ended up getting married, so... Anyways, so LaFonda went on to say, if this person had entered the U.S. and had not declared these items, there's a high possibility a person could have contracted a disease from this jewelry and developed serious health issues. African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, and swine vesicular disease are among ailments in Kenya that customs cited as risks i always wanted a necklace made out of animal turds but since seeing this story i have changed my mind i hope this episode was both entertaining and informative have a fantastic three-day weekend thank you so very very much to you veterans who served our country this podcast is available on apple and Spotify. Please smash that follow button and share with a friend. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and remember to keep on keeping on.
God bless. 